Okay. Uh, so yeah, here we are again. Uh, myself and Kate Seigroof. Hello, Hello. Kate. Uh, we're going to talk about the latest uh, update uh, to the tool, which are coming out in release 69, and that's on the 13th of December. And I wanted to say thanks to anyone that is uh, tuning in to these podcasts. And please do tell your colleagues uh, to check them out if they want to find out what's going on in the development department. So uh, first, there's some improvements within the analytics side of the tool, and there's an update to the event tracking. Can you tell us about that, Kate? Yes, I certainly can. Yeah, so this uh, this time around, the analytics team have, uh, have added an additional column uh, into one of the uh, components that you find within event tracking within the analytics analytics tool. So underneath event tracking, you can see a component which details all of the events that have been triggered. For example, you could uh, have an event on your feedback tab. So you could have an event where it had been opened and an event where someone had completed it, for example. Um, and the addition to this uh, component is you can see not only how many events uh, have been triggered, but how many visits with events. So you can actually get an idea about if the event's been triggered by just one or two people or whether it's a widely used uh, event that people are triggering on your website. Cool. And there's also uh, now a time zone selector, I believe, for customers who have parts of their organization in separate countries. Uh, so they can change the, the time zone of the information that they're looking at. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, this is, uh, so it's, it's quite a, a, a specific addition uh, to the analytics tool and, uh, and uh, it's so specific that it actually appears only a couple of places within the analytics tool and it's where you have the ability to see your uh, statistics per hour of day. So uh, here you're talking within the key metrics feature and also within behavior. And if you've selected to see your, uh, your data in regards to hour of day, you'll see an additional time zone selector. Um, and it allows you to see your uh, your data in reference to the time zone that uh, that you're in. Um, and the reason why we've done this, I mean, if you take uh, SiteImprove.com, for example, we've got customers in Europe, uh, the US, Australia, for example. So you can adjust the time zone that you're looking at when you're reviewing these uh, these statistics. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And within other areas of the, the service we offer, uh, search engine optimization, SEO, has uh, that we've added bulk actions to that, I believe. Yes, well, as uh, an ongoing theme in, my, in the podcast that we've been doing recently, uh, we have now reached SEO in regards to bulk actions. So as you might remember from uh, previous I, releases... I do, I do remember. Oh, it's good, good. You're listening. Um, we've implemented bulk actions where it uh, makes sense on the, uh, on the SEO table. So this is where you have a little tick box over on the left-hand side of the component yeah. and you can tick multiple uh, actions, um, sorry, tick multiple uh, lines on the table and, uh, and do the same action for all of them. So for example, you can recheck a number of pages at the same time. Yeah, and uh, the next item is actually in the manage users table and bulk actions are going to be implemented there as well. I told you it's an ongoing theme. We have also added bulk actions within the users table in settings. Um, this is actually a really great one, uh, really kickstarting the look at, uh, at the settings module generally uh, yeah. within, the, uh, within the interface. And it's one of the requests we've had from uh, quite a lot of customers that they'd like to be able, for example, to send out the welcome email to multiple users on the table. Yeah. And they'd like to be do able to do things... Um, like reset password for exactly. a bunch of users at the same time. So anything on bulk in regards to the users, they're now able to do on the users table. Excellent. Um, and our API, Application uh, Program Interface, some of our listeners may be hearing about that for the first time. <laughs> 
but uh, it allows uh, people who are developing their own software to reach into the information that we provide via our software and take it out and put it into something like their CMS system. And now the readability feature is also available within the API. Exactly. This is just a, just a heads up that uh, that now we're also covering the readability within the uh, within the API. And like you said, Sean, it is basically a matter we present our data and our services in the way that we do within our interface. But the API allows people to use that data and present it how and which way that they want to. Uh, and after we released readability a number of uh, releases ago, uh, we've now uh, made it available within the API. Great. And moving on to QA, quality assurance, uh, there was a change there, an extra button within the sitemap area of the tool. That's right, uh, an extra button. We like to put them in every now and again. And this uh, actually came off the back of, uh, as hopefully you also will remember, uh, recently the analytics team... I do, kid, team... I do. <laughs> The analytics team added a PDF export function um, within their components. Um, and uh, when we had a little look at that within the QA team, we thought that this would be a nice addition for the sitemap uh, within inventory. Um, so this allows you, if you've expanded a number of levels in the sitemap, um, that you can actually press the button and get a PDF export yeah. of, of how that looks. So it's pretty much what you see on the screen is what you get in the PDF. Exactly, okay. yeah. Cool. And within uh, the policy library, it's growing all the time and on the release podcast again. And there's two new additions to that, as far as I know. There is. Yep. So uh, Nikolai and, uh, and the team have been busy again in regards to adding some nice new additions to the policy library. So one of them is in regards to maximum length of words. So you can set up a policy in relation to how long uh, or define the maximum length of words that you should allow on your site. It goes, it, it lines a little bit up with readability, just allows people to be a little bit more simplistic in regards to the readability rules that they uh, want to set up on their website. Excellent. Um, and the other one is in regards to finding words without specific context. Um, so this is the ability that you can put in a word, let's take site improve as an example, yeah. um, but you want to find all instances of site improve where it's not followed by AS, because that's your policy. It should always be spelt out in that uh, in that order. Yeah. Um, so that's your uh, one of your policies. So if you had a website that was dedicated to a film, for example, my big fat Greek wedding, and then you had the appearance of the words my big fat without the words Greek wedding after it, then you'd be able to find that using this tool. Exactly. Excellent example, Sean. Thank you. <laughs> and we were thinking to spice things up a little coming up to this Christmas season, we'd uh, have a, a little competition. So uh, there's a box of chocolates going to whoever comes up with the best suggestion or the winning suggestion uh, for a podcast special. And that can be any, yeah, so the suggestion is something within our tool that you'd like to know more about, for example, behavior maps, accessibility, policies, the API, or it could be something within QA itself, like how the languages are set up. And when we're doing that podcast, we'll invite uh, the person who's responsible for that area of the tool to come in and explain it. So please do send your suggestions to sne at siteimprove.com and the winning suggestion will uh, get a box of chocolates. Good luck, everybody. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> Merry Christmas from me. And a Merry Christmas from me.